Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers and our listeners on the radio and on our new podcast. Today we'll be talking about helping the underserved in our community with American Rescue Plan funds. It all started with a resolution that declared racism a public health crisis here in Erie County. And now there's a new Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission to figure out where to begin with what's been called a once-in-a-lifetime funding opportunity. My guests today are Gary Lee, who is Chief Administrative Officer of Erie County's new Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Commission, and Gerald Blanks, who is Chairperson of the Commission. Welcome to both of you. Thank you Thank for having you. us, Lisa. All right, well, let's start at the very beginning with the resolution declaring racism a public health crisis here in Erie County. Uh, Gary, what are some of the important issues that were behind that decision, a decision really made by Erie County Council? So, um, as you recall, back in 2020, um, the summer of 2020, when the George Floyd situation happened, um, there were a lot of counties wanting to react and do something. Um, I thought, along with the county executive and county council, that it was important for us to respond. And in doing so, we came up with the resolution declaring racism a public health crisis and outlining some of the key indicators, whether it's housing, whether it's education, whether it's health disparities, pinpointing what the issues are and really trying to find a solution to improve them in Erie County. So I'm trying to remember the exact timing here, but do you think this resolution would have been passed by county council, even with that impetus of the race riots and so on? if the federal COVID recovery funds weren't on the horizon? How did that work in tandem with maybe spurring this forward? So uh, to answer your question, yes. I do feel that it would have passed and it, it would have been an initiative um, that would have been very important to the county. Um, but what I, would also, what I would say is that with the American Rescue Plan Act funds, it helped us to identify and really invest, use a portion of the $52.4 million coming into the county of Erie to allocate that for this specific, specific excuse me, initiative. Uh, so Gary, how instrumental were, were you and the Dahl Kemper administration in, in promoting this step? I mean, were you really the spark? Um, I wouldn't say I was the spark. Um, I, I, I have to be honest, our administration, um, when we came into office, we were talking about diversity and equity and inclusion. In fact, um, the first term, maybe the second year of the first term, we put through a position trying to identify how can we have this conversation, but more importantly, how can we make uh, inroads to issues dealing with diversity and inclusion. Um, and for whatever reason, it didn't go through at that time, but it, it, it allowed us to revisit that. And I, again, going back to where the country were, uh, was back in uh, May of 2020, was a perfect time to re-engage and have the discussion. And from there, um, we were able to get everyone on board and move it forward. Yeah, it's really sad that it took the death of George yes. Floyd, but certainly Erie County and the city of Erie were very much uh, in tune with the rest of the country and wanting to respond. Yes. So what, what followed from that was the creation of the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission. Gerald, you are the chair. Tell us about your own professional background, your interest in this and why you were tapped. Well, uh, first of all, thank you and, and good morning. Uh, one of the things that uh, I'd like to speak to uh, more specifically uh, with, re with regards to the creation of the commission is that uh, county council, uh, each county council member had um, a selection uh, for persons to be, uh, become members of the commission. Uh, then Senator, uh, Senator, then um, County Executive uh, Kathy Dahlkemper selected myself 
uh, to occupy one of those seats, and uh, I became the chair of the commission. Uh, so a little bit about, uh, about my background, I'm originally from Barberton, Ohio, and I came to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania uh, on a basketball scholarship to attend Gannon University back in 1988. Uh, graduated uh, from Gannon University in 1990, and uh, one of the central uh, focuses uh, of my educational uh, platform was uh, working towards diversity, equity, and inclusion, even before it became really uh, a catchphrase, uh, so to speak. Uh, so I found myself uh, uh, doing uh, my master's thesis, which I obtained from Mercyhurst University. Um, uh, did my master's thesis on workplace diversity among social service agencies. So uh, that's always been something that's been near and dear to my heart in, uh, in terms of making sure that all people had an equal opportunity to be successful. So uh, all too often what we find is uh, we have people uh, that work hard and may not have the avenues or the pathways to have success. And so um, with that being said, uh, this has been something that's very, very important to me. So you worked most of your career with uh, GCAC. Um, just tell us briefly about that and what you're doing now. Yes, yeah, so I worked for about 25 years uh, for uh, GCAC and uh, uh, in, in my last capacity there, I worked in human resources. So. Uh, I left there in 2019 and became uh, the chief executive of the Greater Erie um, Economic Development Corporation uh, in 2020. And so uh, as a part of that, one of the central tenets of what we do, uh, we focus on educational scholarships, uh, the creation of internships, paid internships. And of course, one of the things we're really starting to uh, uh, put our footprint on now is pre-apprenticeship training. Uh, so that we can start to have minorities and women start to get a, a, a foothold in those professions. Um, what we're trying to do is create generational wealth. And the way that you do that is to put, uh, put persons in, in positions to be successful that have not traditionally been avenues or doors open for them to uh, penetrate that particular market. So um, the commission uh, and Mr. Lee and, what, and all that he's doing in the very short time that he's been on uh, board, um, uh, a lot of that has synergy with what we're trying to accomplish uh, also with uh, the Greater Area Economic Development Corporation. Well, let's just take a quick look who, at who else is, is on this commission. Um, we can see the other names there of the officers, uh, Tiffany Levette, Denise Pekelnicki, Adrian Dixon, Daryl Thorpe, Gwen White, Matt Harris, some pretty impressive folks there who are uh, deeply involved in this community. So um, how optimistic are you about this group and what they're all bringing to the table? Well, let me just say this. Uh, I believe that County Council put forth a tremendous group of talent. Um, our board has worked very diligently on trying to put forth uh, uh, measures and uh, solutions to the problems that we face on a day in and day out basis. And uh, I couldn't be more excited to work with such a diverse team of professionals. Um, very sharp, very, uh, very well educated, and we really have the, the right mindset in terms of what we can do uh, to really push this community forward. All right, when we come back, we're gonna talk about why the commission chose Gary Lee as their chief administrative officer and hear Gary's vision for the future. Stay with us.
I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome back to The Insider. My guests again today are Gary Lee, Chief Administrative Officer of Erie County's new Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission and Gerald Blanks, who is chair of the commission. And so we're talking about uh, Resolution 43, declaring racism a public health crisis and how you're going to spend $7 million in American Rescue Plan funding wisely to lift our community here. So the commission got organized last fall. What were you looking for in a leader and how did Gary Lee fit that bill? Well, let me just say this. We were very fortunate that the timing was right. Uh, Mr. Lee was in, uh, in his time as um, the director of administration for the county, uh, working under uh, Kathy Dahl Kemper was drawn to a close. Uh, so then when we were working towards putting together um, uh, someone who could lead the commission, uh, his name kept popping up. And so uh, we inquired with Mr. Lee to see if he would have an interest in uh, uh, potentially running the, uh, the commission. So uh, we went through that process. And uh, once we uh, went through the interview and all that, uh, we determined that he checked all the boxes. And uh, Gary's uh, something, someone who we feel very strongly in terms of uh, his overall uh, knowledge base, his time spent at state government, and his time spent here locally uh, with city government. So uh, we are very, very fortunate to, to be able to bring him and attract him to that position. Uh, Gary, that's a nice endorsement for, for you. A lot of people were wondering for a long time uh, what you would do. Um, did you have your eye on this from the beginning, or did that suddenly become a revelation? Um, first of all, thank you, Mr. Blanks, for the, the, the confidence by you and the commission. Um, Lisa, uh, no, I didn't have my eyes on this. Um, it was, I was looking at some other opportunities that both inside the county of Erie and then some opportunities that would take me outside of the county of Erie. Um, this one came to the front and to the highest level uh, when I began to speak with Mr. Blanks and the rest of the commission about the vision and what it was that they wanted to execute. Um, I said I wanted to be a part of this particular initiative. So you have $3.5 million to spend now wisely and another $3.5 million on the way. Uh, there was the idea of allotting 10 million of Erie County's share, but council backed off that amount. Uh, so uh, are you still gonna go after that 10 million? How will you go about that? And then just tell us a little bit about what your, what your vision is, Gary. Sure, um, absolutely we will revisit that uh, $3 million, that $3 million that was uh, reduced from the commission. Um, based on the information I have reviewed, um, I didn't really see, uh, from my perspective, a, a justifiable uh, reason for uh, withdrawing that particular fund. So we will revisit that um, on behalf of the commission. When I look at this, uh, Lisa, I begin to think, when we talk about the commission, I begin to think that we have to do things differently. And since then, I have coined the 2022 year for the commission as business as unusual. Um, because we're going to have to do things on, as uh, unusual if we're going to get to where we need to get to. Um, and saying that, with my background in government, it's very important that we identify how do we measure. Um, it's, we're going to put in place metrics and performance measures to see how well we're doing. Because we do want to invest this money wisely. It will be once of a lifetime, and so it's really important that we invest it wisely, but not only that we invest it wisely, that we leverage it properly, um, because that is going to be, if we want this initiative to continue to grow and to stay around, you have to leverage it. So I'm excited about the opportunity to leverage the funds. We're going to dig into that a little bit more in a little bit, but uh, how committed is the new Erie County executive to this 
this mission? Have you had conversations and do you feel like uh, you're on the same page? Um, yes, um, he and I have had initial conversations and he's definitely on the same page. Um, the county executive, uh, Brenton Davis, understands that he wants to move the county forward for all individuals. Um, and in the past, that has not happened as well as it should have happened. So he is on board to working with us to make sure that we advance the mission, the goals and objectives of, of the commission. So I am very encouraged um, in working with him and his team. Conversations around race in our community anywhere across the country are, are not easy conversations or about equity. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how the commission plans to prioritize, prioritize spending to really make it transformational here in our community. We hope you'll stay with us. My guests are Gary Lee, Chief Administrative Officer of Erie County's Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission and Gerald Blanks, Chair of the newly formed commission. And we're talking about the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission and how they're going to spend $7 million in ARP funds. So, uh, Gary, how will you approach things uh, along with the commission to make this funding transformational? I grew up here. And I can say efforts at creating equity here have been going on in, in my entire uh, lifetime. I mean, certainly your a former boss at GCAC was, was a part of that. Um, the MLK Center was a part of that. So much has gone on here over the decades. So um, first of all, I assume we're not just talking about the black community. We're talking about the entire uh, underserved community, if you will. But how are you going to make this transformational? Where will you begin? Um, so it's really important that we take a look at doing something differently. And I know that's always being said and we hear a lot, but it really begins with the mindset, looking and envisioning um, things differently. When we talk about the mindset, we're talking about changing generations for through impactful uh, thoughtfulness, not only thoughtfulness, but investing the funds properly. So, and you're right, it's the underserved communities, persons of color, um, of course, including African-Americans, but we really want to look at how do we do that? And, and, and how do we really, our end, when we talk about our end goal is changing generations for future wealth and developing future wealth for generations, that's the end game. How do we get to the end game? So we have to begin to really look, take steps back to, in order to get, move forward. And in doing that, we have a plan, we are working on, shall I say, we are working on an action plan. And some of the action plans that, that I will share with you is that we're looking at housing. And when we talk about housing, we're talking about home ownership and how do we impact and how can we assist with the down payment, maybe closing costs. Um, we're looking at education. And as Mr. Blank said about apprenticeships and pre-apprenticeship programs, how do we, we have enough data that what has not worked well in the past, but how do we reimagine and do it properly? Um, and then the third, um, of course, is small business development. And there's a lot going on with small business development, but where does the commission fit in that space from in investing and partnering and leveraging what's being done uh, in the county currently? So those are some of the three key areas that the commission has identified as we speak, and I believe that it will continue to evolve. But it's gonna be very important that we really identify how do we invest this money wisely and how do we leverage it wisely? 
So obviously a lot of these programs are, as you said, gener these problems are generational, the pro problems outlined in the resolution, you know, to, to say it's a, it's a health crisis here, uh, racism is, is a health crisis here. But certainly COVID-19 uh, created a whole new moment for us. Uh, now there are job opportunities there and people aren't taking advantage of them. So, um, you know, how much of this has to do with uh, soft skills and things that are hard to measure on your metrics uh, versus physical resources or exciting new venues. Uh, you know, w what are you talking here, hardware or software? Well, you know, I, I believe soft skills training is vitally important, especially when you're talking about building a new workforce. Uh, you know, there are so many opportunities out there for people to work and to become more, um, uh, more self-sufficient, if you will, and so, uh, we're looking at a lot of different things uh, that's going to catapult uh, the community so that everyone has e uh, an equal opportunity to do really very well. Um, so soft skills training, um, being able to put people in position to create sustainable incomes and long-term wealth and wealth creation, that's really and truly what this whole idea is about. And so uh, when you talk about uh, what the DEI Commission's uh, mission is, it's about really and truly thinking completely and totally outside the box. What can we do to really and truly transform Erie County and Erie County, Pennsylvania? Uh, and so that is a large, uh, a large undertaking, but we're poised to make the right moves. So um, substance, drug abuse, gun violence, are those still what you see as big obstacles? I mean, it seems like a lot of outside forces come in and prey on the vulnerability here uh, with the promise of, uh, you know, big, big money. We saw mm -hmm. it recently with people renting an Airbnb from mm -hmm. Arizona to sell drugs here uh, with Erie on the crossroads that it's, that it's on. So are those some of the biggest obstacles still uh, in the minority community to getting uh, things moving in a positive direction? Well, you know, from my take, I think uh, drugs, gun violence, um, other atrocities, uh, you know, um, that plague our nation, that's a nationwide type of thing. So uh, unfortunately for Erie, uh, when things happen here, because we're a smaller community, uh, it's much larger. So what can we do? And I think that's, that runs the gamut of doing better things with our local uh, police force and helping the police force uh, getting more uh, people that look like the community in which they serve uh, on board. Um, and uh, through the entire continuum. But this is something that's been um, uh, a problem for many, many years. And so one of the things is, again, how do we address that? I'm not real sure how we address that as a commission, but through the funding that we receive from the federal government um, with American Rescue Plan, uh, Plan funds, uh, those are some of the things that we could try to um, address so that we can become uh, more successful. Uh, Gary, I know the clock is ticking the way this ARP thing is set up. So how quickly do you have to spend that first installment of $3.5 and the second installment of $3.5? Um, the time frame that has been sent by the Department of Treasury is December 31st of 2024. All funds must be allocated by that particular time. And then December 31st of 2026, the money who we allocated it to, they have to have it spent. So we're not talking a lot of time, as you said, Lisa, but we have to be methodical and really, really identify the best way to invest th these funds. 
So just quickly, will you present the community with here's our plan for all of it or will this be done step by step? What are we going to hear from you? It's going to be done by step by step. It, it is a process, but we plan to make sure that the community at large, when I say the community, Erie County, is fully aware because this is an Erie County investment. And that's why I'm so excited. But we plan to make sure that everyone has the opportunity and the ability to see how we're investing these funds and equally as important, the outcomes of, a, of, of us investing these funds. All right, well, we know that your appointment to your position is for five years, but what happens beyond that? We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome back to The Insider. We're talking with Gary Lee and Gerald Blanks about the new Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Commission here in Erie County. So, Gary, how are you going to leverage this funding? We know your appointment is for five years now, but I'm sure you want to continue to bring more money into this cause besides what we're getting from the ARP funding. Absolutely, Lisa. So my plan is to look at leveraging this money not only locally and of course statewide, but nationally. Um, there are a lot of philanthropic organizations that are really has a DEI um, initiatives at the forefront. So I am looking to leverage it from a national standpoint as well. What good things do you see happening in the community? We talked about some of the bad things, but what are the good things that you see happening that, that you want to build on? I mean, when I visit the new flagship city food hall, for example, it seems like a real melting pot of Erie just because a diverse population was invited to, to be the, ven the vendors in there. Well, you know, first and foremost, I want to say, send a shout out to John Persinger, the chief executive of the Erie Downtown Development Corporation, who spearheaded that initiative and what a home run hit that's been. And so uh, the food hall has been something that's been very, very uh, welcoming. And uh, I've been there several times. Uh, I've, I've worn an extra size of a sport coat. Uh, my waistline's growing, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but in that, uh, in that uh, respect, uh, all the things, all the good things that are coming to downtown Erie, uh, the development of the, the downtown area. Uh, what, a, what a nice way to really catapult uh, the downtown business and industry district. So um, we're li really looking forward to being a part of that as well. So uh, Gary, Gerald, both of you were just down to the last couple of minutes here. How, how can regular people help? Gary, you talked about keeping the community abreast of what you're doing, but will there be opportunity for input from the community on what people would like to see, how they would like to see this money spent, or is that done by the reps on the commission? That, that is done by the reps um, on the committee as far as the commissioners, but um, what I would suggest is to I'll go to the Erie County website for now, and we have the listing of the individuals who represent the, the, uh, their various districts on the commission, um, to reach out to them, to reach out to myself, to reach out to Mr. Blanks, uh, to share with us uh, your thoughts. Um, I will say this, you know, once we have our website established, we will have all this information out there in real time. So we're excited about that so that someone can go to our website and see exactly what it is that we're doing and how the money is being invested. Okay, and we'll welcome you back to tell us uh, when you make some of those decisions. Just quickly, I know you're meeting monthly. Are those meetings open to the public? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, they are open. Um, we meet the first and uh, third Wednesday um, at 8.30. Right now, we're meeting at the St. Benedict's Education Center, uh, which is uh, located at uh, 3.30 East 10th Street. Um, and we encourage the public to, to come out and hear uh, the great things that are going on with the commission. 
Well, thank you both very much for being with us and talking about this uh, new initiative in Erie. Also, thank you for being with us. If you have an idea that you'd like us to explore, just email me at ladams at erienewsnow.com and join us again next time for The Insider.